chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should come to short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in that in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Seeing therefore it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, it is said, Today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward, afterward have spoken of another day. Thou remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Now, Paul is simply saying this in a nutshell. We have to labor to enter into that rest. Our walk as a believer is a walk of labor. We must fight every day to keep thoughts of doubt out of our minds. The battleground is our minds. This is where every walls are fought. Every spiritual walls are fought in the mind. That is why the scripture tells us to renew our minds daily. We must take heed to what we think every second of the day. We ought to renew our minds with the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must rest in God's word. Resting in God's word is believing what he says, no matter how the circumstances may look or appear. Why should we rest in God's word? There are several reasons why we should rest in God's word. Number one, because the word of God is quick, which means it is living. Number two, because the word of God is powerful. The Greek word is E-N-E-R-G-E-S, meaning energizing. The word of God is living and it energizes. Number three, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And number four, it is a, it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. All right, let's look at verse number 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Listen, everything is naked before God. There is nothing in the earth, under the earth, or on the earth that are hidden from God. God sees everything at once. All right, let's look at verses 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. 
For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all parts tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is the subject that Paul couldn't wait to explain in detail. He kicked it off in Hebrews 3 and 1, which reads, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider, glory to God, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Now here he is ready to plow into it. He says here, now that you clearly see that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, the one and only Jesus, the son of God, the one who represents us to God, the father, we have a great, because we, we now see him, we have a great responsibility. Let us hold fast our profession. Oh, glory to God. While Jesus is representing us to God the Father in heaven, we have been commanded to rightly represent him in the earth. We are required to live a life that is above reproach before the world. Paul goes on to say, look here, Hebrews, believe us, allow me to say a little more about our high priest. Jesus was tried. He was tested. And, and he was touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He knew what it was to be hungry. He knew what it was to be hot and cold. He, he knew what it was to have plenty of food at one point, then at another point, not to have much food at all. He was tempted, tried in all points, yet without sin. He knows how we feel. He's been there and done that. Because of this, understanding, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. If we come boldly to the throne of grace, we will obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Why? Because he already knows what we are going through because he has already been there. And because of this, he will have mercy on us in time of need. My God, I feel good down in my soul. Glory to God. 